spiritual sessions with me Rachel Fowler Keen. This time I'm going to speak about spirits of place, animism and some amazing paranormal experiences we've had since moving home a few months ago. So get comfy and enjoy. The ancients all over the world believed as I do that the land we walk upon has spirits of place. In classical Roman religion a genius Loki was the protective spirit of a place. It was often depicted in religious iconography as a figure holding attributes such as a cornucopia, a libation bowl or a snake. Many Roman altars found throughout the Western Roman Empire were dedicated to a particular genius Loki. In Asia, spirits are still honoured today in city pillar shrines, outdoor spirit houses and indoor household and business shrines. This goes the world over. You may have heard of animism. The word comes from Latin anima, meaning breath, spirit, life. Animism is the belief that objects, places and creatures all possess a distinct spiritual essence. Animism perceives all things, animals, plants, rocks, rivers, weather systems, human handiwork, and in some cases words, as being animated, having agency and free will. From personal experience, I know this to be true, from working with crystals, spending time amongst nature, especially trees and such monolithic stones at Avery. All natural things have an essence that's perceptible if we get really quiet and just sit with them. Animism is a term that describes the undefinable, the most common foundational thread of indigenous people's spiritual or supernatural perspectives. There exists no categorical distinction between the spiritual and physical world, and that soul, spirit and sentience exist not only in humans, but also in other animals, plants, rocks, geographic features such as mountains and rivers, and other entities of the natural environment. Examples include water sprites, vegetation deities, tree spirits, among others. So what prompted me to share this subject with you, dear listeners? As some of you may know, we moved to a new home in recent months to a small rural Essex village that upon our first visit last year captivated us on a deep spiritual level. This is old and much beloved land. I discovered that the entire village first developed within ancient forest land, most of which still remains untouched. We're surrounded by it. We could tell immediately when we first visited that the land our home is on has a feeling of purity, powerful peace. We also noticed the age of some of the big gnarled and twisty oak trees here. When I researched the village, I discovered the village itself was named after one of my favourite Celtic goddesses to work with, Faith. Cue me doing a deep dive research session immediately. And from the evidence of archaeological finds found and identified in the local area, we can trace the origins of this village back through Roman times, Iron Age, Bronze Age, Stone Age as far back as the Mesolithic period. There are farms still here that were established in Saxon times and there's an enclosed circle below the church which dates back to the Iron Age and as we know churches were often built upon or next to ancient pagan sacred sites. And from the 3rd century there's evidence here that the Celts occupied the high ground overlooking the river which is exactly where we live. The ancient Celts were animists 
which, as I do, they honoured the forces of nature. They saw the world as inhabited by many spirits and saw the divine manifesting in aspects of the natural world. The land is treated as sacred sanctuary. The Celts of the ancient world believed that many spirits and divine beings inhabited the world around them and that we humans could establish a rapport with these beings. The ancient Celts venerated the spirits who inhabited local mountains, forests and springs. Certain animals were seen as messengers of the spirits or gods. In Celtic tribal territories, the ground and waters which received the dead were imbued with sanctity and revered by the living relatives. Sanctuaries were sacred spaces separated from the ordinary world. Many natural spaces were honoured as the abodes of powerful spirits or deities, with geographical features named for them. Offerings of jewellery, weapons or foodstuffs were placed in offering pits, and bodies of water were dedicated to these beings. These offerings linked the donor to the place and spirits in a concrete way. Honouring the waters and the forests were particularly important. The spirits of watery places were honoured as gifts of life and as links between the physical realm and the other world. Many rivers and lakes here in the UK were named for gods and goddesses. The village we live in now was named after the river, which was named for the goddess Bath. The first week we were here, it became really clear we had incredibly protective spirits of place. Not just former residents who still very much love this land, but protectors from ancient times. So let me tell you how we came to realise this. On the second night here, we were in our kitchen, which has big floor-to-ceiling glass doors onto a deck. At night, it is pitch black here. We were in the woods, nowhere near street lighting. So the only light outside was that which is cast from our kitchen lights. We were chatting away, making dinner, when I saw the back of an elderly gentleman with white shoulder-length hair walking across the deck, straight towards and through the wall of our bedroom on the other side of the deck. Obviously, after 30 years together, when I casually told Mr F that we have company and described him, he didn't bat an eyelid and said, ooh, interesting, I wonder who he is. So we did some research and discovered that he did indeed own this place and is buried on the land close by as he loved this place so much, especially the woodland. We found a video of him online. He was a ceramic artist and looked identical in life. On the day we moved in, we met his daughter. I told her I was so excited to have space for an art studio. I didn't know this was the former home of an artist at that point, but I did note how her face lit up when I said we both loved to paint. After dinner, we also noticed that the lamp we had left on in the other room was turned off, right in the spot where our spirit friend was walking through earlier. Over the next few days, we heard some gentle taps on the outer walls, especially by our heads in the bedroom when we were waking up. It didn't feel at all scary, quite the opposite. We felt as if we were being shown approval. I was seeing, and still do, lots of movement in my peripheral vision. Later that first week, we had our first grocery delivery. We have electric gates close to another gate to some other outbuildings, and our driveway isn't lit at night. So Mr F went out to help the driver reverse back up the drive safely. 
From the darkness behind him, Mr. F heard a man shout some distance behind him where no one should be. Get away from the gates. Loud enough to startle him. He assumed maybe there was some kind of camera with a speaker where someone wasn't happy about a van being close to the neighbouring gate. Next day, he went up there in daylight to find the source of that camera and that speaker. Nothing there. No camera. No speaker. No intercom. Who could possibly have shouted? I tuned in and felt we had ancient warrior protectors who once defended this woodland from invaders. We're very close to the Essex coast at Malden, which was invaded by Romans, the Danes and the French, so it makes perfect sense this land still has her protectors. A few days after that, we were selling an item on eBay that someone was coming to collect, and when the person turned up to collect, they were at the top gate, and my husband walked up there to do the exchange. And as he was walking up the drive, I could see him walking up the drive through the window. And at the top of the drive, I could see the bottom of a pair of legs. And these legs were walking from right to left across the gate. But they didn't look as if they were clad in modern day shoes or trousers. Anyway, I thought maybe it's the guy collecting. How did he get in? And then when John came into the house again, he told me he'd seen the exact same thing at the same moment I did. Protectors. Guardians of the gate. We've had other experiences too. We've experienced temperature changes, different fragrances that aren't unpleasant, but definitely just as if another person has been present. I've smelt a lovely cologne reminiscent of a gentleman from another era in our hallway a few times just in the past week. All of these experiences come with a lovely welcoming approval. That may sound odd, but it's the only way I can describe it. We are being shown loving protection and a sense of peace and belonging. I've also felt this in parts of the world I've briefly visited or passed through. I feel the spirit of place on an elemental ancient level in Meriden here in the UK. Such a powerful spot. Also at Avebury, at the Royal White Stones, at a castle in Scotland. So many places and spaces have power due to the spirits of place. I also feel sometimes we can cross over into past life experience with this too, such as my experience at Versailles, where I felt completely at home and knew how each palatial hall and next room would look as we walked through them. So sometimes we are feeling both the spirit of place and our previous connection to a space all at once. It can be quite overwhelming, but also amazing. So, can you relate to this too? Have you felt this in your home or a place you visited? Let me know in the comments. I'd love to hear your experiences and stories. So how do you sense and communicate with your own spirits of place and those in places you may visit? such as sacred sites like Avebury or ancient monuments. My advice would be just get really quiet and still for a few moments. Just witness inside your mind what comes to you, a feeling, sensation within the body. If you find it difficult, you can try listening to my Zen mindfulness meditation on my YouTube channel. 
which is actually an ancient Buddhist technique to bring us firmly into the present. It's very useful in helping us feel connected with our beneficial spirits of place too. So there we have it for this episode of the Spiritual Sessions. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Please do like and subscribe. And until next time, take care of yourself and more power to you. Thank you.